Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I hope you can manage the sun. If, if it's too warm, then there's still place against the wall where you can get some shade. Um, for me, it's good, some sun. But um, it's more private on the roof. That's why I like the roof. Hare Krishna, Jai Sri Krishna, Jai Sri Radhe. तो ये का जो पे हम नीचे बात कर रहे अरे नीचे नीचे तो आएंगे आनंद करो ठीक है सब से बोल देना जी कि इस निर्वाण कार्य में एकत मणि की सेवा करके जा ठीक है इनसे सबसे बोल देना ठीक है ऐसे तो सब समझ के ठीक है ठीक है करो बोलो yeah, we should see these things also. Afterwards, we will go down and give something. Badman Nichang, if there It's our natural duty to help and maintain uh, these kind of places. If the devotees don't maintain these places, then who will maintain these places? So it's it's good to give something. So Yavat is is the place where we are now. Later, um, Srimata Radharani stayed here. Um, we know that Krishna appeared um, simultaneously in, in Goku as well as in, in the jail in Mathura, um, according to Srila Rupa Goswami's Lagu Bhagavatam Rita. 
Of course, that part that Krishna appears actually in Vindavan, that is, is a private matter for us, amongst devotees. Of course, now we are here uh, privately. We also know that Srimata Radharani um, appeared in, in Raval, uh, which is a place near to Goku. Later, we may remember that Upananda, the elder brother of Nanda Maharaj, who had given up the throne to his younger brother Nanda Maharaj because he was so qualified. And Upananda, however, was, was wise. And therefore, Upananda was an advisor to Nanda Maharaj. And when Upananda suggested something then, virtually speaking, uh, what could Nanda Maharaj do? Um, so, Upananda had suggested that this Gokul area was a problem, that too many, uh, too many demons had come there, and that it must be something to do with the place. Uh, this place is, was inauspicious, he was considering better they would go to another place and uh, they took shelter of a hill uh, because hills offer more protection uh, it's like it's some it is said that a hill is a natural fort so therefore uh, Nanda Maharaj and all the Vrijbasis just left Gokul and went to Nandeshwar uh, where and made, they made a village there known as Nandagram. Srila uh, Baladevi Jabusan is describing how that village of Nandagram was, was very nice. Uh, it was a very comfortable village. Uh, they lived there and there was running water. They had pipes made of bamboo that would bring the water all over the, uh, all over the hill. So actually the ladies did not have to go to the well to bring water, like it is traditional in India. Um, no, water just came to the house. Nanda Maharaj had a beautiful palace, uh, and in that palace, um, Krishna was residing. And it is said that Srimata Radharani had been staying in uh, nearby uh, Nandagram in Varsana. These are basically two hills right, that are in the plains next to each other. However, there was a problem. And the problem was that there was a rumor that Kamsa had an eye on Kamsa had heard about her extraordinary beauty and therefore there was a great concern and therefore somehow or other quickly quickly this arrangement was made for Simata Radharani to, <coughs> to become married uh, it went very fast actually I mean kind of under the pressure of the circumstances and oh 
Never, ever had there been a worse match. I mean, it was impossible. Abhimanyu. Shivadaradarani. Married to Abhimanyu. Like one who totally did not match her the ocean of good quality which she had uh, he who was dull he who had practically no quality at all how could he be a husband for <laughs> there were many who thought like that and are shaking their head from this is a shame this is a total shame but that was the situation the family was not much better. In the Nectar of Devotion, it is described that the mother-in-law of, uh, of Srimata Radharani was known as Jatila, and her sister-in-law was known as Kottila. Uh, and Kottila is described by the gopis. Uh, the gopis are speaking to Kottila in the Nectar of Devotion. And they're saying that, my dear Kottila, you are amongst all the young girls in Vrindavan. You are by far the most beautiful. Huh? You have breasts like string beans and a, and a belly like a pot. And because of your extraordinary beauty, therefore you are not affected at all by any attraction for Krishna. And that was the case of Kutila. The Prabhupada writes like that. Then uh, Jyotila was old, an old lady, and she was not very, very old because there was still her grandmother as well, who was older, uh, obviously, a generation older, but still she's counted as old. The gopis are referring to her as the old lady. And this old lady, Jyotila, is very suspicious of her daughter-in-law uh, and suspects that something is going on with Krishna. And Krishna, oh, his reputation, uh, she, cannot, uh, she cannot say any good word about Krishna. Jyotila is simply calling Krishna a black snake. Uh, there is no other word for him. This black snake. Right. This rascal. This, this treacherous son of Nanda. We don't want to see him anywhere near. So, therefore, uh, we understand that in Vrindavan there is Parakiyaras, uh, not Swakiyaras. In, in Dwarka, we find that there is the Swakya Ras, or the Ras where Krishna is married uh, to the queens. But here, here it is Parakya Ras, paramour relationship, or the forbidden relationship. Uh, the, the moments of time spent together are stolen moments. And there's always these elders, always, especially once she's married. There is Jyotila forever, and Jyotila and Kotila, both. They are just always on guard, always. 
therefore uh, very difficult. However, uh, Kundalata was related, uh, related to Jatila, the family of Jatila. Kundalata is, is trusted by Jatila. Uh, she is young, one of the gopi friends of Srimata Radharani. But Jatila has explicit faith in her, and, and Kundalata again and again reassures Jatila, don't worry, I will keep an eye on the situation and will make sure, I will make sure that nothing ever happens. Uh, so we are now on the stage where these personalities are, uh, are present, uh, this place of Yavat is that place where Srimata Radharani was residing after her marriage. So, of course, it is a place of intense separation because we, we understand that it is extremely difficult to meet Krishna. And the desire to meet Krishna is very, very strong. And yet, it is not possible. Radha and Krishna many times are making arrangements to meet somewhere and then Jyotila is again somewhere appearing in the forest nearby and then it's, uh, it's better to quickly uh, get out of the way. Um, so, in this way. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, he wrote uh, a book called uh, Chamatkar Chandrika. And this Chamatkar Chandrika has some stories, and all these stories are happening here in, in Yavat. Um, one of them is that one day, uh, one day when Jatila was not, not personally present, one day uh, this beautiful girl appeared. And this girl, such beauty, I mean, extraordinary. So Srimata Radharani was just amazed. Uh, Kundalata actually brought this girl. Uh, so Kundalata had brought this girl, and the girl was so beautiful that uh, Srimata Radharani said, who is this girl? said, oh, she is from Mathura. She is from Mathura. And the thing is that she is an extraordinary singer. She has, she can sing like nobody can. Oh, she Radharani said, oh. Then she, where did she learn this singing? She said, well, actually, she learned from Brihaspati personally. Brihaspati personally trained her in singing in all the various ragas. And, and even amongst the demigods, there is no one. No one who can sing like she can. This is just absolutely amazing. Such a sweet voice, so amazing. <coughs> so everyone wanted to hear. That was for sure. Uh, so then, uh, this girl uh, was asked to uh, <coughs> to sing, to sing for Krishna. Uh, sorry, to sing for Simata. And, uh, and all the gopis, everyone was very eager. And when she sang, she asked Simata Radharani first, what should I sing? 
And Srimadhi Radharani gave a whole technical explanation of music showing that she was actually the real expert. She was saying that the human voice is by nature limited and that it cannot sing between the notes. It can only sing notes because one has to breathe. Therefore, due to the breathing, one can only sing notes and then... And, and any song is just a string of notes. She said, one cannot sing between the dots. Uh, and said, without the help of a vina, it is not possible to get the finer nuances between all the notes. So she said, so you please, you sing some sweet melody. And she told also which raga was appropriate for this time of the day. So then, the girl began to sing. And when she sang, indeed, it, she was stringing these notes together in such sweetness that it was just overwhelming. Everyone was just becoming emotional and everyone was crying tears. It was just like that. Then, uh, then Srimati Radharani was so pleased. She said to this girl, she said, the way you sing is just so overwhelmingly wonderful. She said, I will, I will, if you stay here, I will bring you to Krishna and you will sing for Krishna. Kundalata said, no, no, no. She's very chaste. She cannot not go before Krishna. She can only Stay with you. Srimadhu Radharani had said she can be like a necklace around the neck of Krishna. She said, no, she can only be a necklace around the neck of Radharani. Kundalata said. Then, you know, Srimadhu Radharani said, yes, all right, you must always stay with us and sing. You cannot go from here. Then, in order to reciprocate with that girl, she wanted to offer many ornaments and many clothes. Then Lalita, Lalita whispered in the ear of Srimadhu Radharani and said that actually, um, actually this girl is not a girl at all. It is clearly that this girl is Krishna. There is no doubt about it. Nobody can sing like that. Right? Only Krishna. Srimadhu Radharani said, I was also thinking so. So then Srimadhu Radharani said, we want to offer you, my dear girl, we want to offer you some gifts, clothes and ornaments, and you please, you know, you please change this dress and put on these, 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 these new clothes. Kundalata said, no, 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 she, she's from a foreign country, and she's naturally... <laughs> Tape inclination. And she's she's for a, from a foreign country. And she's naturally very shy. She muttered and he said, No, that's nonsense. Girls are not shy in front of girls, right? There's no question of that. No, no. She should put on these clothes right now. And if she doesn't want to do, then 
we are many girls here, and we will help her. And immediately all the Sakis came forward, and they began to help <coughs> this girl to change the dress. And they began to untie the cloth from the back, and within no time, uh, two big kadamba flowers <laughs> fell out on the ground. Mm, then everyone started laughing. Right? I mean, everyone was laughing, and it was very clear. It was very clear now. Krishna was exposed. Uh, and they all said, oh, look at this rascal and see what is going on here. See what is going on here. But then Krishna, being very tricky, huh? he was not defeated. Oh, no. What Krishna did is he quickly picked up his kadamba flowers and he put them back. <laughs> Whatever. Until they were all in the proper position. And then Krishna ran away. And he ran in the house. And in the back of the house there was Jutila. You know? And Krishna again in the disguise of, the, of this beautiful girl fell on the ground and did a whole tantrum there, was crying and like, and just based in front of Jutila. And Jutila said, sees this beautiful girl and she's all upset. Calm down, what's happening? My darling, what is going on with you? He said, oh, it's your daughter-in-law. It's your daughter-in-law. She is treating me in such a bad way. And then Jutila said, what? My daughter-in-law, what is she doing? What is she doing? said, oh, I am her relative, but she doesn't want to know me. I have come to meet her, and she just doesn't want to know me. She's just totally ignoring me. So, and then again, a fit of crying. So then Jatila said, no, I will not allow this. I will speak to her. I am her authority, and she will do what I say. And she called Radharani, and Radharani had to come, and all the other Sakis came, and Kundalata was there. And then, uh, you know, then <coughs> Jutila said, So, what is going on? Your, you know, your cousin is coming, and you are not embracing her, you're not welcoming him, her. What kind of, of behavior is this? And then Kundalata said, Ah, oh, there was some argument, you know, and that is why. Oh. But then the girl said, No, it's not true. There was no argument. Huh? Actually, everything, it's just that she is so cold. You know, she just doesn't care. Oh. And then Jatila made Radharani and Krishna embrace, right? And, uh, you know, I mean, when they embrace, then, of course, that's not just a casual thing. Uh, it cannot just pass by, no matter what happens. I mean, they are oblivious to their environment. So when they embrace, then uh, everything else is secondary. And therefore, one can imagine the ecstasy that was being experienced, and, and both started crying. And said, see, actually, you know, you are very close at Jatila, and you should just forgive each other. 
No, actually, we did not have a fight. But it's Kundalata who had a fight. She muttered around and said. And then, uh, or the girl said, I think it was the girl who said. And then, Jatila said, Kundalata, you embrace her. And Kundalata wouldn't do it, knowing that it was Krishna. And she didn't want to embrace Krishna. Um, so Kundalata wouldn't do it. Um, and Jatila forced her. Anyway, and then, uh, then Jatila put the hand of Srimata Radharani and the hand of the girl together and said, and now you take her to your room and you look after her and she can sleep with you on the same bed tonight and everything. So in this way, Srila uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur describes how these, uh, how these tricks are going on and stolen moments. Parakiyaras, stolen moments. So this is a place of, of stolen moments. Um, so yes, this is Vrindavan. We are here in the, in the world of Krishna. Uh, not our world. Our world is the world where we are performing our pastimes. Uh, where we are creating our space. Which we fill with things that we desire where we are making palaces for us to enjoy and oh where we are eating for our tongue and palate we have our world but now we are in krishna's world um, in krishna's world um Srimati radharani um, the pleasure potency personified um, is his eternal concert and she is eternally uh, somehow or other uh, making arrangements to please Krishna. So here we are now. In one sense, uh, who are we to be in Vrindavan? Are we free from sinful desire? Are we free from sinful activity? I hope so. Are we free from sinful desire? Are we, are we free from material desire, even that is not sinful? Um, Srila Prabhupada explained like that. Uh, he said, Vrindavan is a place for renunciants. Vrindavan is a place for those who are not desiring anything in this world. Um, they can enter. So who are we to enter? But we have entered. I've often spoken how, uh, when I first came to Vrindavan, uh, that I came through the, the Prabhupada gate. Uh, there's this gate over the road. That's the Prabhupada gate. And we all come through that Prabhupada gate. It's very significant because it is true. Some have come to Vrindavan and have taken their births. In Vrindavan, they came here by birth. They came here by some purvarak, some previous service. We didn't come that way. We came through the Prabhupada gate. That meant that we have been elevated by Srila Prabhupada, and that elevation gives us entrance. And now we are here uh, in Yavat. Uh, 
hearing these pastimes, uh, the eternal pastimes of Krishna. And now uh, we are also here uh, in this mood of, of servant in Vrindavan, knowing that we are falling short. How can we understand the pastimes of Krishna and the gopis when we don't have love like the gopis? The love that we have is not very deep. We have some love, but it is only a shadow of love compared to the love that the gopis have for Krishna and the love that Krishna has for the gopis. So, gopi jana valabha. Uh, who can understand Gopi Janavalabha? Uh, the love that the residents of Vrindavan have for Krishna, who can understand? <coughs> we cannot, but anyway, we hear and we, we pray and we try to uh, approach and try to understand that such love is there that it takes over everything else and that it becomes the the first and foremost. It's interesting because Krishna consciousness enters our life as an add-on. Right? We have a life and then we add some chanting. We have a life and we start offering things and we take prasad. We have a life, we have a house, in a corner we make a little altar or a small little temple. A big house, little corner for a temple. Like that, we are making. Yeah. So, we are adding Krishna to our life. Krishna is an add-on in our life. But not for the gopis, not for Sri Radharani. For them, Krishna is, is everything. Krishna is first and all the other things, they are add-ons and they are all, you know, they don't care about anything. Yes. So, it is described by Baladev that every morning, um, a palanquin would arrive, sent by a soda. And this palanquin carried uh, by the gopis. This palanquin then, the gopis would be fanning Krishna. Uh, again, oh, sorry. I always, when I tell stories, mix things up. That's my weakness. Uh, fanning Simata Radharani. And like this, an entire procession, in procession she would go every day to the house of Yasoda um, to assist in the cooking. Because she had received this benediction. She had received this benediction. Simata Radharani had received a benediction from Dervasa Muni. She had once pleased him. She had served him nicely when he came. And he had given her the, the benediction that whatever she cooked, uh, she cooked for him. So he gave the benediction that whatever she would cook in the future would taste like nectar. And whoever would eat that would get long life. So the, that was for Yasoda, who was very worried <coughs> that Krishna might one day disappear, was essential. Uh, to guarantee Krishna's long life. Oh, that was her main concern. So therefore, she insisted that, uh, that Radharani had to cook 
for Krishna. And since she was the queen of Vrindavan, that was an order. And Purnamasi said that, uh, and Purnamasi, of course, was like a Brahmani. She was the wife of Sandipani Muni, who was a Brahmana living in uh, Avantipur. And uh, Madhu Mangal was his son. So Purnamasi was a great authority. <coughs> Uh, she was a Brahmin. She was a great authority and practically like a guru. So it was difficult uh, to disobey the order of, uh, of Purnamasi. And Purnamasi was saying, if you do not follow the order of the queen, that is adharma. And when you are engaging in adharma, you will be deprived. You will be deprived. And you'll suffer in poverty. Now, one thing that meant a lot to Jutila was wealth. I mean, you know, she believed in economic development, if you know what I mean. You know, Jutila was into money. Money talks. And somehow or other, she wanted her son to bring in a lot of wealth. Yeah. Yes. And that was a big thing for her. So, of course, Yasoda, being the queen, she was very wealthy. I mean, they had a palace and so many things, Nanda Maharaj and so many cows, and they had like gold and jewels and, and <coughs> stacks, <coughs> really. They were wealthy. So, Purnamasi uh, also explained that by serving Yasoda, uh, great wealth will come to your family. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, she can go. That is good. So then, you know, and then one day, Yasoda, um, she was packing this big box and she was packing it with jewels and silk, expensive cloth with embroidered, with jari and very opulent. And all this she was packing in a box. Krishna was looking as to uh, what's that box, the big box. He said, who is this box for? She said, not for you. He said, he said oh, it's not for me. Oh, not for you. He said, oh, then is it for Balaram? No, it's not for Balaram either. Krishna said, how is this? You are making a box, and it's not for me, and it's not for Balaram. <coughs> I mean, uh, how is this possible? And Yasoda said, no, no, no problem. I have already made a box for you and your brother, and these boxes are bigger than this one, uh, and full of jewels and things. I've already made for you. Don't worry. My love for you is, is there. Uh, I never forget you for a moment, so your box is there. But then Krishna said, then, then, then who is it? Who is it that this box is for? And then Yasoda said, for a wonderful girl, a wonderful girl named Radha. And as soon as Krishna heard that name, 
all the hairs on his body stood on end. So he quickly pulled his cloth down, you know, to cover everything so that it didn't show. Uh, but ecstasy immediately manifests. <coughs> so then Krishna, Uh, acting as if he didn't quite know who she was. He says, who is he? Oh, she's the daughter of Kirtida, of Vishabhanasutta. She is wonderful, so many good qualities. Of it, and so on and so on. Uh, well, anyway, uh, what happened was that then Yasoda was called away for a moment and Krishna took out the jewels and uh, and the uh, cloth and went into the box himself. <laughs> Meanwhile, Yasoda had called for Abhimanyu to bring this box and Abhimanyu was carrying the box home uh, with Krishna inside. And, uh, and when Jyotila saw this box with wealth, she was so happy, so happy. And she said, Bring it immediately to Simata Radharad, immediately to her room. So like this, uh, it was arranged, and the box was placed there. Mm. Meanwhile, Krishna had arranged with Danista that the uh, cloth and jewels would be separately brought, uh, so that um, that was also there, and then Krishna um, stayed for some time, and then again disappeared. So stolen moments. Uh, so this is Parakiras, and this is the, uh, what can we say, the most mysterious thing. Uh, this is the topmost. In this world, we wouldn't consider that the topmost. Uh, we would consider that like, oh my gosh. But, you know, then again, we can understand. Marriage is an institution, and once once you have the ring on your finger, something has changed. Now you have <coughs> obligations. See, it's different. Now you, you have a duty. Before, so in this paramour relationship, it doesn't, it's not like that. In the paramour relationship, Krishna has to be conquered again and again. Uh, it's, uh, the whole relationship is based on conquering. Uh, so this is Krishna. Krishna must be conquered again and again. One can never think, now I've done so much service. Forty years I have served him. Huh? Forty years. All life. Forty years. Huh? Forty. Ah, medal I had. Forty. Yes, yes, yes. Forty years I served Krishna. Now I can relax. I, you know, I've done so much, I made it for the rest of my life. But there is no question that one is, can ever say, I have made it. I have, <coughs> I've captured Krishna now. Now I've chanted so many names. I've got Krishna praying. <laughs> oh, yes. No, again and again. Again and again we have to earn. Again and again we have to conquer. Every day, that is spiritual life. See, every day. So in this way, we can see how this parakiya ras is actually expressing this mood. 
that one can never take Krishna for granted. We have to conquer Krishna again and again. So this is one thing we can take from our visit here. Um, although we are not on the level of, of the gopis, obviously, um, on our own little fallen level from wherever we are, we also uh, have to get into the spirit of conquering Krishna every day. That's the only way. So, I, so what did we do today? Was it good enough? Huh? What time did we get up? Was it good enough? How did we chant? Was it good enough? Did we chant enough? Did we go to the temple? Did we do something? Huh? Was it good enough? So far, the day, our offering to Krishna, was it really up to the best standard to conquer him? And if not, then what do we expect? Uh, then is it surprising that we feel dry and that we feel, <coughs> feel that spiritual life is difficult? Is it surprising when we haven't conquered Krishna? So this is what we can take from Yavat, this, this spirit that we must conquer Krishna. According, and at least in the endeavor we make every day. That, so with that we can can go down. And, uh, those who have not given any donation, give give a little donation uh, in such a place, so they can maintain the temple, and then uh, we will go to our next. Next stop, Prem uh, Saravar, also nice place. Today is a little sunny, our our excursion, because Prem Saravar is also not a lot of shade, but it's good. It's like lots of vitamin D, so very healthy. So, thank you very much. Shimatradarani ki jai. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai Gaurabhakta Vrinda Ki Jai